Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, thank you so much for joining me here for this evening prayer edition here on this Monday evening. Uh, for those that are just coming in for the first time, uh, Common Prayer is a podcast I started to introduce people to the practice known as the Daily Office. Um, this comes out of the Anglican Church, uh, the uh, English uh, Christian tradition here. Um, and it involves a liturgical service of morning prayer and of evening prayer. Of course, liturgy means this is a a set um, series of prayers, of readings, responses, things like that. And I found that it was really helpful for me personally when I was um, struggling with my own um, prayer and devotion life. Um, I found that uh, coming back to this um, practice of the daily office has um, really given me a, a grounding in my prayer life, a, um, a focus in my prayer life, and I thought if it helped me out, then maybe it can help others as well. So that's why I wanted to put it out in this format so people can... Um, be introduced to it. They can try it out. They can see is this something that I that that speaks to my spirit. You know that that something that resonates with you. And and uh, if it does, then it's a practice you can continue on. Um, but uh, but in the meantime, thank you so much for uh, coming in to uh, check this out. Or if you have been listening regularly, thank you so much for um, taking the time to pray with me here. Um, these three days a week. Um, so, to introduce this, I am using the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Um, that church's website is anglicanchurch.net. Uh, they do have some online resources for the Book of Common Prayer. If you were to um, look for their um, resources tab on their uh, homepage, Click on that, and then click, uh, uh, scroll down to Book of Common Prayer, click on that, and on that webpage there will be links to the various uh, services that are in the prayer book, including evening prayer. Uh, so you can follow along that way, or you can also go to a website called dailyoffice2019.com. Um, make sure you're on evening prayer for today, which is October 9th, 2023. And you can follow along that way as well. Or if you just want to listen as I go through the, through the service and um, just pray along with me that way, um, you are more than welcome to do so. So. so, let's take a moment to quiet our hearts. You know, sometimes we come into these services kind of carrying some some weights from the day here with us and so let's just kind of take some time in silence to uh, lay those aside just quiet our hearts as we prepare for this time with the lord in worship
So again, this is evening prayer for Monday, October 9th, 2023. Um, it is Thanksgiving Day in Canada, for those listening from Canada. Uh, on the church calendar, it is the Monday after the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. And we will open this service up with a passage from Scripture. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke open, and the clouds dropped down the dew. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at His hands, to declare His most worthy praise, to hear His holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the false Haleron. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, 
O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The Psalms appointed for this evening prayer for the ninth day of the month begin with Psalm 47. O clap your hands together, all you peoples. O cry aloud unto God with shouts of joy. For the Lord Most High is to be feared. He is the great King over all the earth. He shall subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob whom he loved. God has gone up with a shout of triumph the Lord with the sound of the trumpet. O sing praises, sing praises unto our God. O sing praises, sing praises unto our King. For God is the King of all the earth. Think upon his mighty acts and praise him with a song. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the peoples are gathered with the people of the God of Abraham. For the mighty upon earth have become the servants of the Lord, and he is very highly exalted. Going on to Psalm 48. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised. In the city of our God, even upon his holy hill. The hill of Zion is beautiful and lofty. It is the joy of the whole earth. Upon the north side lies the city of the great king. God is well known in her palaces as a sure refuge. For behold, the kings of the earth have gathered and advanced together. They marveled to see such things. They were astonished and fled in terror. Trembling came upon them, and anguish, as upon a woman in travail. You caused the east wind to blow, and broke apart the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God upholds her forever. We wait for your loving kindness, O God, in the midst of your temple. O God, according to your name, so is your praise to the world's end. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice, and the cities of Judah be glad because of your judgments. Walk about Zion, and go round about her. Count the number of her towers. Mark well her bulwarks. Consider her strongholds, that you may tell those who come after. This God is our God for ever and ever. He shall be our guide, even unto death. And then going on to Psalm 49. Hear this, all you peoples. Ponder it with your ears, all who dwell in the world. High and low, rich and poor, every one with his neighbor. 
My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall muse on understanding. I will incline my ear to a parable, and declare my dark sayings with the harp. Why should I fear in the days of wickedness, and when the wicked at my heels encompass me round about? There are some who put their trust in their goods, and boast in the multitude of their riches. But no one can deliver his brother, nor pay unto God a price for him. For it is so costly to redeem their souls, that we should never have enough to pay it, so that they should live forever, and should not see the grave. For we see that wise men die, as well as the ignorant and foolish. They perish alike, and leave their riches for others. And yet they think that their houses shall continue forever, and that their dwelling places shall endure from one generation to another, and they call lands after their own names. Man is like an ox that has no understanding. He is like the beasts that perish. This is the way of their foolishness. Yet their posterity praise their sayings. Like sheep they are appointed to die, and death shall be their shepherd. They shall go down straight into the sepulchre. Their beauty shall consume away in the grave, which shall be their dwelling place forever. But God shall save me from the power of death, for he shall deliver my soul. Be not envious if one is made rich, or if the glory of his house is increased. For he shall carry nothing away with him when he dies, neither shall his glory follow him. For while he lived, he counted himself happy. And so long as he did well for himself, people spoke well of him. He shall follow the generation of his fathers, and shall never see the light. Those who are honored but have no understanding are like the beasts that perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Some of the readings in the lectionary um, for morning and evening prayer are actually pulled from the Apocrypha, which is a series of books that are uh, that in the Anglican Church are not counted as Scripture, as part of what would uh, most would consider the Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, but they are considered books that are useful for uh, reading, that um, are useful for um, for teaching in in righteousness. But they are not they are not considered uh, what would be called canon. They are not considered. Um, what would be included in Scripture in the Anglican tradition. But we do have a reading um, from the Apocrypha uh, here for evening prayer. So the first lesson is a reading from the first book of the Maccabees, beginning with the first chapter and the first verse. After Alexander, son of Philip the Macedonian, 
who came from the land of Kittim, had defeated King Darius of the Persians and the Medes, he succeeded him as king. He had previously become king of Greece. He fought many battles, conquered strongholds, and put to death the kings of the earth. He advanced to the ends of the earth and plundered many nations. When the earth became quiet before him, he was exalted, and his heart was lifted up. He gathered a very strong army and ruled over countries, nations, and princes, and they became tributary to him. After this he fell sick and perceived that he was dying. So he summoned his most honored officers, who had been brought up with him from youth, and divided his kingdom among them while he was still alive. And after Alexander had reigned twelve years, he died. Then his officers began to rule, each in his own place. They all put on crowns after his death, and so did their descendants after them for many years, and they caused many evils on the earth. From them came forth a sinful root, Antiochus Epiphanes, son of King Antiochus. He had been a hostage in Rome. He began to reign in the 137th year of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days certain renegades came out from Israel and misled many, saying, Let us go and make a covenant with the Gentiles around us. For since we separated from them, many disasters have come upon us. This proposal pleased them, and some of the people eagerly went to the king, who authorized them to observe the ordinances of the Gentiles. So they built a gymnasium in Jerusalem, according to Gentile custom, and removed the marks of circumcision, and abandoned the Holy Covenant. They joined with the Gentiles and sold themselves to do evil. When Antiochus saw that his kingdom was established, he determined to become king of the land of Egypt, in order that he might reign over both kingdoms. So he invaded Egypt with a strong force, with chariots and elephants and cavalry, and with a large fleet. He engaged King Ptolemy of Egypt in battle, and Ptolemy turned and fled before him, and many were wounded and fell. They captured the fortified cities in the land of Egypt, and he plundered the land of Egypt. After subduing Egypt, Antiochus returned in the 143rd year. He went up against Israel and came to Jerusalem with a strong force. He arrogantly entered the sanctuary and took the golden altar, the lampstand for the light, and all its utensils. He took also the table for the bread of the presence, the cups for drink offerings, the bowls, the golden censers, the curtain, the crowns, and the gold decoration on the front of the temple. He stripped it all off. He took the silver and the gold and the costly vessels. He took also the hidden treasures that he found. Taking them all, he went into his own land. He shed much blood and spoke with great arrogance. Israel mourned deeply in every community. Rulers and elders groaned. Young women and young men became faint. The beauty of the women faded. Every bridegroom took up the lament. She who sat in the bridal chamber was mourning. Even the land trembled for its inhabitants, and all the house of Jacob was clothed with shame. 
Two years later, the king sent to the cities of Judah a chief collector of tribute, and he came to Jerusalem with a large force. Deceitfully, he spoke peaceable words to them, and they believed him. But he suddenly fell upon the city, dealt it a severe blow, and destroyed many people of Israel. He plundered the city, burned it with fire, and tore down its houses and its surrounding walls. He took captive the women and children, and seized the livestock. Then they fortified the city of David with a great strong wall and strong towers, and it became their citadel. They stationed there a sinful people, men who were renegades. These strengthened their position. They stored up arms and food, and collecting the spoils of Jerusalem, they stored them there, and became a great menace. For the citadel became an ambush against the sanctuary, an evil adversary of Israel at all times. On every side of the sanctuary they shed innocent blood. They even defiled the sanctuary. Because of them the residents of Jerusalem fled. She became a dwelling of strangers. She became strange to her offspring, and her children forsook her. Her sanctuary became desolate like a desert. Her feasts were turned into mourning, her Sabbaths into a reproach, her honor into contempt. Her dishonor now grew as great as her glory. Her exultation was turned into mourning. Then the king wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people, and that all should give up their particular customs. All the Gentiles accepted the command of the king. Many, even from Israel, gladly adopted his religion. They sacrificed to idols and profaned the Sabbath. And the king sent letters by messengers to Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. He directed them to follow customs strange to the land, to forbid burnt offerings and sacrifices and drink offerings in the sanctuary, to profane Sabbaths and festivals, to defile the sanctuary and the priests, to build altars and sacred precincts and shrines for idols, to sacrifice swine and other unclean animals, and to leave their sons uncircumcised. They were to make themselves abominable by everything unclean and profane, so that they would forget the law and change all, ordin all the ordinances. He added, And whoever does not obey the command of the king shall die. In such words he wrote to his whole kingdom. He appointed inspectors over all the people and commanded the towns of Judah to offer sacrifice, town by town. Many of the people, everyone who forsook the law, joined them, and they did evil in the land. They drove Israel into hiding in every place of refuge they had. Now on the fifteenth day of Kislev, in the 145th year, they erected a desolating sacrilege on the altar of burnt offering. They also built altars in the surrounding towns of Judah, and offered incense at the doors of the houses and in the streets. The books of the law that they found, they tore to pieces and burned with fire. Anyone found possessing the book of the covenant, or anyone who adhered to the law, was condemned to death by decree of the king. They kept using violence against Israel, 
against those who were found month after month in the towns. On the twenty-fifth day of the month, they offered sacrifice on the altar that was on top of the altar of burnt offering. According to the decree, they put to death the women who had their children circumcised, and their families, and those who circumcised them. And they hung the infants from their mothers' necks. But many in Israel stood firm, and were resolved in their hearts not to eat unclean food. They chose to die rather than to be defiled by food, or to profane the holy covenant, and they did die. Very great wrath came upon Israel. As this is not considered part of the Holy Scriptures, I will not end the reading with the word of the Lord, but I will end with, um, simply end with, here ends the reading. Let us say together the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him, throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers. Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, beginning with the 26th chapter, the 31st verse. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered him, Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly, I tell you, this very night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there to pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. <clears throat> and going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. 
Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again for the second time he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So, leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a great crowd with swords and clubs, from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Seize him. And he came up to Jesus at once and said, Greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you came to do. Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place. For all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? That how then should the scriptures be fulfilled? That it must be so. At that hour, Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But all this has taken place that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Nunc Dimittis. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, 
died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. In honor of Thanksgiving Day in Canada, we will pray a collect of the day for Thanksgiving. Most merciful Father, we humbly thank you for all your gifts so freely bestowed upon us, for life and health and safety, for strength to work and leisure to rest, for all that is beautiful in creation and in human life. But above all, we thank you for our spiritual mercies in Christ Jesus our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> the Collect of the Day for this Monday after the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Keep, O Lord, your household, the church, in continual godliness, that through your protection it may be free from all adversities, and devoutly serve you in good works, to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Peace let us pray. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, 
through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you. All nations obey you. All tongues confess and bless you. And that men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast at this point to offer up your own prayers and your own words toward the Lord for your own needs or the needs of others. We'll come back together for the Thanksgiving. All right, let us thank the Lord for his blessings and the words of the general Thanksgiving. Let's pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. You have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, that will bring evening prayer to a close here on this Monday evening. I want to thank you again for taking the time to uh, worship the Lord here with me in this uh, evening prayer service. Uh, Hopefully it was a, a time of communion with the Lord time of refreshing, a time of uh, just really centering your spirit and uh, just basking in the presence of the Lord. I mean, it's that is why we're here. We're here to glorify God and to just glorify Him in His presence, to, to worship in His presence, to enjoy His presence forever. If this has been a a good experience, or if you have any questions or concerns, prayer requests, uh, whatever, whatever, I would love to hear from you. Um, You can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. 
can also reach me on Twitter, now known as X, at Common Prayer 419 um, Also, I would encourage you, if, uh, if you have not yet done so, please uh, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a uh, service. Um, wherever you happen to be listening on, uh, ask that you please subscribe. Um, also, if you are enjoying this, uh, by all means, give it a, a good rating, a good review. Uh, hopefully that can uh, increase this podcast visibility to others so that they can uh, find this podcast and try out the daily office as well. So any uh, positive ratings would be greatly appreciated. So we'll wrap things up here for Monday. We'll be back here Wednesday for morning prayer. Uh, thank you again for joining me today. So this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. May God richly bless you and I will see you next time.